Five on five in five Tuesday, September 26th, a victory Tuesday here in the city of Cincinnati. Stephen Albritton, Kelly Rippon, Fletcher Keel, how are we today? Feeling. It's easier to wake up after a Bengals victory. Yeah, feeling like a winner. I Even tried, though I didn't see much of the game at all yeah, because I, of bedtime. I tried my best to not get spoiled because I went to bed at halftime. And then, which is hard when you come in because, you know, the TVs are on and you're what was our lead today? The Bengals win. So I knew a win, but I still watched the second half to see how it got there. Um, and the score was not quite indicative of how, uh, how things played out. I was a little surprised by that once I got to the end. Yeah. We'll get more into the weeds of how the game hand out for the Bengals first one of the year. But first you need your forecast and Kelly, some much needed rain is on the way. Much needed rain. And the good news is too, it won't come in until sundown. So honestly, you get a really nice Tuesday. You get to enjoy most of the day. You can, really enjoy that celebration. You might need to walk off some of that celebration as well. Saw some folks out on my way into work at 3.30 this morning. So good for you. Uh, High in the 80s, uh, low 80s though. It's pretty comfortable. The clouds will start to roll in later on in the day, indicating what will come again once the sun goes down. So rain tonight, rain tomorrow as well, and then a chance of rain on Thursday. But we're in a really nice, comfortable pattern right now. And again, we need the rain. So we're not going to make up the deficit that we've seen in September as far as rain goes but it is much needed I think for the grass the flowers just trying to get something done you might be able to stay inside a little bit over the next couple of days and we'll update you on how long those rain chances stick around Kelly thank you my grass thanks to weather gods because it needs some rain all right let's get to five on five in five you know the rules five stories on channel five in five minutes Fletcher, the clock is starting. What is our first story? Probably can guess what it is. Yes, our first story today. Been talking about it off the top. Victory Tuesday. The Bengals win in the win column for the first time this year, 1916 over the Los Angeles Rams, getting a little bit of Super Bowl revenge. Joe Burrow, I don't know how healthy it was, but he played and was fairly productive. His best statistical performance of the season, completed 22 of his 49 pass attempts for 259 yards, uh, did throw a pretty unlucky interception. It was a great play by the Rams defensive back. Uh, and bigger than Joe Burrow's playing, welcome back to Mar Chase. 12 catches uh, on 15 targets and 141 of those passing yards uh, by Burrow went to Chase. Uh, so good to see them step up. And then on the defensive side, it was the Trey Hendrickson and Logan Wilson show. Uh, some key uh, some key sacks, key interceptions. Um, and ju- you got to be feeling good. Again, not pretty. And we were joking before we recorded that it felt like kind of a low key, one of the lowest key 250 yard passing performances you'll see uh, from Joe Burrow. But he was out there. He was healthy. The offense looked like it was getting some rhythm uh, and the uh, Bengals have a chance to get to 500 next week uh, against a struggling Titans team. Yeah, it was a uh, different kind of game. I mean, they threw the ball a lot more than I thought they would. Uh, Joe throwing the ball you know, almost they 50 tried to times. Estab- and- teams established the run to get a feel for it. It looked like the Bengals were doing that with Burrow establishing his how comfortable he was getting the ball out. And he didn't look Incredibly comfortable throughout the first half. Balls were high, balls were wide. A lot of, yeah, but, a lot hey. of dinking and dunking. But when you have Jamar Chase, what did he say a couple a uh, couple of years ago? F it, Jamar's down there somewhere. <laughs> and, and Jamar was all over the place. So a great win. Next game, they are traveling uh, to Nashville to take on the Titans. We'll all be watching that one. Fletcher, next story. Yes, our second story. Bridge update. There has been an arrest made. And an interesting one. This had... Everyone talking, especially on my side of the river. So a teenager is now facing charges connected to the bomb threats that were closing the Roebling Bridge all last week. We know a 14-year-old was arrested in Michigan on an unrelated charge. 
or unrelated conditions is I think how they phrased it. Now they said the teenager was in Michigan, unclear if they are from Michigan, have ties to this area at all. We don't know any of that yet because since this is a minor, we have very little information. So Covington police say with the help of the FBI out of Louisville, they were able to connect this teenager to the four bomb threats. Um, but man, yeah, this sparked a lot of people going, what, how, why, where did this come from? So uh, hopefully we'll be able to get some more information, especially because it is a very serious deal of what's happened. And uh, Dave Hatter, who we often speak with about cybercrime, saying, you know, the only way you're going to send the message that this is unacceptable is if you punish people severely enough. So it is a 14-year-old, so it is a minor, but it'll be interesting to see what the fallout is from that. And I think a lot of people will be uh, happy to hear that it's not somebody who was like testing the system, at least at this point, as far as we know. So some good news out of that. At least somebody's under arrest and will have consequences facing them. That's right. Our third story this morning, Cincinnati police investigating a deadly shooting in the Witten Hills neighborhood of Cincinnati, Stephen. Yeah, and it was an unfortunate thing because everybody's getting ready for the Bengals game, you know, a big matchup, Monday Night Football, all eyes on our city. But unfortunately, midday yesterday, uh, police got the 911 call. Uh, people saying they heard gunshots around 1230 and then police arrived. That's when they found somebody who was deceased. Uh, not clear what led up to the shooting, not clear on a suspect, um, no information on that. But unfortunately, just uh, some Really unfortunate uh, deadly gun violence during the middle of the day, which is supposed to be a you know a happy day with so many people uh, walking around uh, downtown Cincinnati. No suspect information has been shared. Uh, I, we don't have information on the victim. We should get that uh, this morning, if not in the next uh, day or two. Um, so we will have those updates for you on our website, WLWT.com. Our fourth story this morning, kind of tying into something we talked about last week. Uh, we were talking about the shortages of not only vaccines, uh, but also of COVID tests, people wanting to get some to take home. Well, the government now stepping in to be able to help people find them. Request it. It takes 15 seconds. Shout out to Stephen Albritton's mother for the <laughs> text letting us know that they were up and available. So this comes after the Biden administration announced it would provide $600 million in funding for new tests in an effort to prevent the COVID surge this fall and winter. I know at daycare, we've already had a few of the teachers who are out because of COVID. And I know in our personal lives, we've all had people here and there. So covidtest.gov. It's been resurrected. You can get four free tests per household. Deliveries will go out at the end of October. I have done this every single time. Every because time. Once you use one test, you're almost guaranteed to at least need to use at least another one. So it's just nice to have them uh, stacked up. We've got them for when we need them. Hopefully don't need them. But they're there if you, if you need them, and it takes very little time to request it. I, it's all through USPS. Bam, you're done. Yeah, and one thing to note, uh, there was a banner on the main screen talking about the test may be expired. It's just a note, don't worry about that. Like, There's no worry about the test being expired. You can still use it. Yes, they should be good through the end of the year, exactly. if not yeah. beyond that. Um, so, yes, for free, test per household. Uh, if you're, it's something you're worried about, uh, just request them and sent to you at no cost. And finally, our uh, Red, Hunt for Reds October countdown is officially on. Five games left in the year. The home stretch begins tonight. With two games, the first of two games at Cleveland, they'll be off Thursday, and then a three-game weekend set at St. Louis. It's a green day. Hunter Green not only exp uh, not only 
scheduled to go tonight in the series opener uh, in Cleveland, but also set, if it comes down to it, to a decision day style final day on Sunday. He is in line to pitch that Sunday finale uh, in St. Louis, and really no change uh, as far as the Reds go. Still two and a half back entering play today of that third wildcard spot. However, uh, a, a Arizona loss last night has put them and the Cubs in a tie for the second spot. So Bottom could, line, yeah, could still be some Reds. shifting with uh, with who is in, but for the Reds' purposes, still two and a half back need, need a little bit of help and take care of their own business. All right, long story short, root for the Reds, root for Miami, Chicago Cubs, Arizona, and Philly to lose. That, yes. That's all you need. That's the easiest way to do it. So, all right, that's five on five, and five. We'll be back tomorrow. That's Fletcher. That's Kelly. I'm Stephen. We'll see you then.